Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to talk about the coup in Niger. We are also going to talk about what's happening with Chinese economy. We are go- yeah, I'm going to talk about it. But yeah, same thing. Uh, about how US removed Pakistan's Imran Khan from power. We are going to talk about moon or moon missions of Russia and India. We are going to talk about Russian PMC Wagner's chief. Prigozhin. We are also going to talk about the BRICS summit and at the end we'll do a little text section about my opinions on Google's material you design. So let's get started. First topic. Anti-French coup in Niger. Niger's president Mohamed Bezom was ousted by Niger military or on July 26. He became president in 2021. He was considered pro-Western. Now the leader of Niger is General Chiani, I think that's his name. Neighboring countries, Mali and Burkina Faso, saw coups in 2021 and 22. Guinea, Chad and Sudan also saw coups in recent years. Supporters of coup held protests in support of, of the coup in Niger's capital, Niamey or Niger it's called. Photos and videos emerged online holding Russian and Niger flags, demanding complete independence from France and ouster of French troops from the country. Niger military and supporters of this coup are claiming this is a coup against neo-colonialism. Coup supporters have attacked the French embassy. Protesters were heard chanting, Long live Putin, long live Russia, down with France. Niger has suspended export of uranium and gold to France. Niger provided 15% of France's total uranium needs. About one-fifth of EU's uranium comes from Niger. Niger's former colonial ruler France has denounced the coup and demanded the restoration of the former president. French President Emmanuel Macron said his government will not tolerate any attack on France and its interests in Niger. Niger. U.S. government said it is closely monitoring the situation inside the country. Niger is part of Sahel region. Here's a description of the Sahel region from Wikipedia. It is defined as eco-climatic and biogeographic realm of transition between the Sahara to the north and Sudanian savanna to the south. Now, Wikipedia is not a reliable source. I'm just using it for reference. Anyway, Sahel region includes Senegal, Mauritania, Mali, Burkina Faso, Nigeria, Niger, Chad, Sudan, and Eritrea. How's the mic going? Good enough, I guess. Niger is a member of a regional bloc, Economic Community of West African States, ECOWAS. ECOWAS is considered to be pro-Western. ECOWAS has already suspended Guinea, Mali, and Burkina Faso from membership due to successful anti-Western coups in recent years. The ECOWAS called for restoration of President Bazam. Other neighboring countries like Burkina Faso and Mali support the coup and will support Niger military if pro-Western African countries or France intervene against the coup. Many people are thinking France and maybe even other European countries will go after Niger military. Wagner Group is still active in Africa, so Russia and Europe are set for another geopolitical conflict, but this time in Africa. Acting Deputy Secretary of State of United States, Victoria Newland showed up in Niger to talk up with the senior leaders of the military junta. Speaking to the reporters before her departure, Newland described her talks as extremely frank and at times quite difficult. ECOWAS says it has chosen a D-Day for military intervention in Niger. According to Al-Arabiya report, Niger's military ruler rejected ECOWAS proposals, proposals regarding the return of Niger's ousted president Mohamed Bazam to power and the talks ended in failure. Niger's new military ruler said sat on Saturday, this was few few weeks ago, yeah, few weeks ago. A transition of power would not go beyond three years and warned that any attack on the country 
would not be easy for those involved now first of all victoria newland did not bring cookies to niger probably she probably ate all the cookies uh, second the biggest economy is in in africa is niger uh, sorry nigeria with a gdp of roughly around 500 billion dollars uh, other ecowas countries before niger like mali burkina faso also saw coups recently right and the biggest economy in africa is nigeria so probably next coup will happen in nigeria i've heard that nigerian leader is not popular with his own people so maybe nigeria is the next in line for the coup for a coup and europe and particularly france it's hard to imagine them intervening directly in africa considering the color, current political climate and they it it will be seen as neo colonial because frankly it is and i don't think people of france or people of europe are going to tolerate this i don't think so so they have to intervene indirectly through ecowas or through some paramilitary group or some something else and i think they are tra- they are trying with ecowas and probably nigeria fall will fall next and what happens here i don't know um but i am making a prediction right now that the biggest economy in africa will have a military coup next so we'll we'll see what happens so let's topic so let's start with the next topic right what's happening with chinese economy chinese inflation numbers came in at 0% recently china is entering an era of slower economic growth chinese economy is being compared to japan's lost decades japanese economy started stagnating around late 80s early 90s where consumer prices and wages stagnated why is deflation bad when prices are falling people hold off on buying things hoping the prices would fall further this affects economic growth deflation in china where everything is produced can cool down inflation in the rest of the world possibly if global energy prices fall as well but likelihood of this happening is low but it it is possible beijing has tried to downplay this and reportedly asked chinese analysts not to discuss the risk of inflation publicly last time this happened it was in 2016 when chinese reserves were drained by at least 1 trillion dollars people's bank of china pboc has been cutting interest rates and pumping cash into the financial system to boost the economy here's a thing about chinese numbers they're fake according to a confidential memo sent to us ambassador to china clark grant by former chinese vice premier li keqiang li keqiang was the head of the communist party in northeastern liaoning province province here's the cable in question GDP figures are man-made and therefore unreliable Li said when evaluating Liaoning's economy Liano Liaoning's economy he focuses on three figures first electricity consumption which was up 10% in Liaoning last year last uh, this is a year before the memo was sent which and this memo was sent in early 2000s number second volume of rail cargo which is fairly accurate because fees are charged for each unit of weight and number 3 amount of loans disbursed which also tends to be accurate given the interest fees charged by looking at these three figures lee said he can measure with relative accuracy the speed of economic growth all other figures especially gdp statistics are for reference only he said smilingly smiling now many of you may not like wikileaks 
you can accuse wikileaks of many things but you cannot say that wikileaks is lying wikileaks has had nearly perfect almost perfect record of authenticity i don't i don't recall that wikileaks had to take back anything they have published so chinese gdp figures are fake their economy is somewhere between 5 trillion dollars and 15 trillion dollars not the whatever the number they're publishing most common i think uh, there was one about the electricity consumption or lights you see at night that's how you can also you can also calculate gdp by that and i think economists calculated gdp china's gdp at something like 8 or 9 trillion dollars which is 50% less than what they're claiming just saying the gdp figures are are made up there okay china also has a real estate bubble chinese people prefer to invest in real estate rather than the stock market images and videos of ghost cities in china have become viral on the internet in recent years ghost cities are newly built cities where most people don't live at all people only buy these properties just as an investment the only other country famous for ghost cities in is north korea many property developers sell property even before the construction has begun as a result properties being built today are funded by the properties that will be built tomorrow so they constantly need to sell new properties to construct previously sold properties this is a bubble this is a massive bubble 2008 financial crisis the global financial crisis was a property bubble or it started out as a property bubble next global supply chains are diversifying from china chinese ambitions are in conflict with geopolitical goals of united states and india covid lockdowns and upcoming east asian war that could compromise semiconductor supply chains are driving factors behind this what is the east asian war china versus taiwan north korea versus south korea and also united states and japan will get involved on the side of Taiwan and South Korea. That's the East Asian war. So anyway, many companies are now following China plus one model with India, Vietnam and Mexico being top destinations for the plus one. This will take a long time and East Asian war will probably happen before the supply chains are enough diversified. Chinese government wants to shift its economy from export driven to consumption driven. China is heavily export driven economy right now. China trades about 500 billion dollars to US with US and 500 billion dollars with Europe annually. US wants to turn away from China, losing half a trillion dollars of trade will be a huge blow to any economy. China wants to soften that blow by increasing domestic consumption. Evergrande, the largest property developer in China, has filed for bankruptcy. The question is is this just one case or start of a domino or dominoes i'm not hungry next topic us removed pakistan's imran khan from power the us state department encouraged the pakistani government to remove imran khan as pm over his neutrality on russia ukraine conflict us used a carrot and stick approach where us promised better relations if pa- imran khan was removed and isolation of Pakistan if he wasn't removed. This is from The Intercept. The document, labeled secret, includes an account of the meeting between State Department officials, including Assistant Secretary of State for the Bureau of South and Central Asian Affairs, Donald Liu, and Asad Majid Khan, who at the time was Pakistan's ambassador to the US. The document quotes Liu, saying that people here and in Europe are quite concerned about why Pakistan is taking such an aggressively neutral position (laughs) on Ukraine. About why Pakistan is taking such an aggressively neutral position, if such a position is even possible. It It does not seem such a neutral stand to us. Liu added that he had held internal discussions with US National Security Council and that it seems quite clear that this is the Prime Minister's policy. Lou then bluntly raises the issue 
of a no confidence vote i think if the no if the no confidence vote against the prime minister succeeds all will be forgiven in washington because the russia visit is being looked at as a decision by the prime minister lucid according to the document otherwise he continued i think it will be tough going ahead remember pakistan is to india what ukraine and euro eastern europe is to russia and what taiwan and eastern asia is to china just spheres of influence of spheres of influence geopolitics right when china and india were coming together against china when united states and india were coming together against china in late 2010s and the war in afghanistan was declining in priority for the us pakistan was treated poorly by us and was left to rot now india after india decided to be neutral in russia ukraine conflict pakistan became a priority once again khan was removed pakistan was offered 4 to 500 million dollars in military aid to repair their f16s it was removed from fatf gray list or fatf black list or something like that i think it was gray list and it was given an imf loan this is what us does spheres of influence geopolitics pakistan just like ukraine is just a pawn in fact pakistani pakistan geographically is just as important as ukraine pakistan will allow the west access to central asia all the stand states that were part of ussr central asia will help complete the encirclement of russia china and iran simultaneously let me repeat that again central asia will help complete the encirclement of russia china and iran simultaneously that's how important pakistan is geographically next story russia fails india succeeds luna 25 was a russian mission to moon after more than 40 years last mission luna 24 was launched in 1976 plans for luna 25 started in late 1990s it was supposed to be a collaboration between europe and russia but that stopped after russian invasion of ukraine luna 25 was lander only to test the landing technology luna 25 failed after communication with the robotic spacecraft was interrupted surprisingly russia elicited sympathy throughout the international space community although some civilians in the west were celebrating russia's failure but the gap of 40 years most likely contributed to its failure <sighs> well considering russian contribution to space research in past russia will succeed again just like india failed once and succeeded on the second attempt indian space research organization isro launched the chandrayaan 3 spacecraft on july 14 chandrayaan means moon vehicle in sanskrit chandrayaan 3 landed successfully on the south pole of the moon on 23rd of august 2023 at 604 pm international standard time india is the first country to land on the south pole of the moon and the fourth country to successfully land on the moon after ussr usa and china moon's south pole has a lot of craters it hasn't seen sunlight in billions of years and can experience temperatures as low as negative 203 degrees celsius chandrayaan 3 has a lander and a rover that carries seven scientific instruments it was developed with a budget of 75 million dollars chandrayaan 3 successor to 2019's failed chandrayaan 2 included improved sensors software and propulsion systems chandrayaan 2's lander rover crashed during the landing but its orbiter was still active it helped chandrayaan 3 for its landing Chandrayaan-3 will deploy Pragyan rover to survey the moon for one lunar day, 14 odd days. Almost everyone is celebrating this except for some Indian and European liberals. Just like some European and American liberals were celebrating Russia's failure. So much for the people who claim to be rational and on the side of science, right? But overall, world sympathizes with Russia and celebrates India's success. Remember despite our differences on earth we are we are one as humans when it comes to space next story russian pmc chief pmc wagner chief prigozhin dead 
the Embraer plane private aircraft crashed into world region on Wednesday. Russia's Federal Agency for Air Transport has launched an investigation into the crash. The agency said, noting the Yevgeny Prigozhin on, on the passengers list. The aircraft on its way from Moscow to St. Petersburg kept gaining and losing altitude. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said, I have not followed what they have written, said and shown on this issue and it is, it is very difficult for me to make any comments from here. We have immediately launched an investigation. A case was opened. Investigators are working. I would suggest to focus on facts, not on what Western media say. Here are some statements made by President Putin regarding the airplane clash. First of all, I would like to express my sincere condolences to the families of all those who died. This is always a tragedy. Now, forensic examinations are being carried out, including technical and genetic examinations. They will take some time. It is absolutely certain. The head of the investigative committee reported to me this morning. They have already initiated a preliminary investigation of this incident. It will be carried out in full and will be complete. We will see what the investigators will say in upcoming days. I have known Prigozhin for a very long time, since early 90s. He was a man of no easy fate. He made some serious mistakes in his life, but he also achieved the needed results, both for himself and when I asked him for the common cause, the way it was in recent months. As far as I know, he returned from Africa only yesterday. He met with some officials here. He, own, he worked not only in our country and he worked successfully, but also abroad, especially in Africa. There he dealt with oil, gas, precious metals and stones. <sighs> Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said the Ukrainian government had nothing to do with the crash. Wagner Telegram channels are already talking about March on, March on Moscow. Now, first suspect behind the death is obviously Russian President Vladimir Putin. But the questions are being questions about Prigozhin's death are being asked because of the timing of the accident. This happened during the BRICS summit. Days before his death, West wanted to go after the Wagner group. Statements and warnings were given about Wagner's involvement in Africa. So we don't know who killed Prigozhin for sure. We'll know it uh, we'll know about it very soon. Next story. BRICS summit 2023. BRICS summit just happened. Argentina, Ethiopia, Egypt, Iran, Saudi Arabia and UAE have joined BRICS group. I wonder what its name will be now because the name has to change. Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, UAE, Brazil, China are all major oil exporters. At least China is right now. Petrodollar is a thing for now but its days appear to be numbered. Rumors of BRICS currency turned out to be just rumors. Members are likely to trade in national currencies. A lot of there were a lot of rumors. I discussed this on discussed the BRICS currency in in last my in my last episode or episode before my last episode. But usually currency bringing or making a new currency takes time. If they were planning a BRICS currency, they would have to plan it before the Russian special military operation in Ukraine. So maybe they planned it before and they were going to bring it out this year according to rumors or all those who were spreading the rumors were falsely spreading the rumors that the new currency will come out this year. It, it will not happen in just one one year. It This BRICS currency take or any other currency will take some time to develop. India and China will engage in diplomatic talks to reduce tensions at the border. Although, those are going to be futile as always. Global Times Ch just released a 2023 standard map of China showing Arunachal Pradesh and Indian state as part of China. Here's the full joint statement of the BRICS Ministers of Foreign Affairs and International Relations, Cape Town, South Africa, 1st June 2023. This is the joint statement I, I, I found on the internet. The only joint statement I found on the internet. Um, also, this joint statement highlights all foreign policies of all the BRICS countries. The original, the original five 
BRICS countries. Let's start with this. Number one, the BRICS ministers of foreign affairs and international relations met on 1st June 2023 in Cape Town, South Africa. They exchanged views on major global and regional trends and issues. They reaffirmed their commitment to strengthening the framework of BRICS cooperation under the three pillars of political and security, economic and financial, and cultural and people-to-people cooperation, upholding the BRICS spirit featuring mutual respect and understanding, equality, solidarity, openness, inclusiveness, and consensus. Number two, the ministers reiterated their commitment to strengthening multilateralism and upholding international law, including the purposes and principles enshrined in the Charter of United Nations UN, as its indispensable cornerstone, and the central role of the UN in an international system in which sovereign states cooperate to maintain peace and security, advance sustainable development, ensure promotion and protection of democracy, human rights and fundamental freedoms for all, and promoting cooperation based on the spirit of solidarity, mutual respect, justice and equality. This is going to be a bit boring, but if you, there's a lot of diplomatic language in this one. This is, I, I've just read out only two, 28, 28 more to go. Uh, it's just a lot of diplomatic language, but if you pay attention, you will understand the foreign policy issues of all of the BRICS members, original five BRICS members. Number three. The ministers expressed concern about the use of unilateral coercive measures which are incompatible with the principles of the Charter of the UN and produce negative effects, notably in the developing world. They reiterated their commitment to enhancing and improving global governance by promoting a more agile, effective, efficient and representative and accountable international and multilateral system. Number four. The ministers recalled UN General Assembly UNGA Resolution 75-A-1 and reiterated the call for reforms of the principal organs of the United Nations. They recommitted to instill new life in the discussions on the reform on reform of the UN Security Council UNSC, and continue the work to revitalize the General Assembly and strengthen the Economic and Social Council. They recalled the 2005 World Summit Outcome Document and and reaffirmed the need for a comprehensive reform of the UN, including its Security Council, with a view to make it more representative, effective and efficient, and to increase the representation of developing countries so that it can adequately respond to global challenges. China and Russia reiterated the importance they attached to the status and role of Brazil, India and South Africa in international affairs and supported their aspiration to play a greater role in the UN. Number 5. The ministers reaffirmed the importance of the G20 to continue playing the role of the premier multilateral forum in the field of economic cooperation that comprises both developed and developing countries where major major economies jointly seek solutions to global challenges. They look forward to the successful hosting of 18th G20 summit under the Indian G20 presidency. They noted the opportunities to build sustained momentum for change by India, Brazil and South Africa sharing the G20 from 2023 to 2025 and expressed support for continuity and collaboration in the G20 presidencies and wish them all success in their endeavors. Number 6. The ministers called for implementation of 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development in its three dimensions, economic, social and environmental, in a balanced and integrated manner by mobilizing the means required to implement the 2030 Agenda. They highlighted in this regard that the Sustainable Development Goals SDGs Summit to be held in New York in September 2023 constitutes a unique opportunity for renewing international commitment to the implementation of 2030 agenda. Number 7. The ministers recognized the impact on the world economy from unilateral approaches in breach of the international law and they also noted that the situation is complicated further 
by unilateral economic coercive measures such as sanctions, boycotts, embargoes, and blockades. Number eight, ministers expressed their support for the free, open, transparent, fair, predictable, inclusive, equitable, non-discriminatory, and rules-based multilateral trading system with the World Trade Organization (WTO) at its core, with special and differential treatment (S and DT) for developing countries, including least developed countries. They stressed their support to work towards positive and meaningful outcomes on the issues at the 13th ministerial conference mc13 they committed to engage constructively to pursue the necessary wto reform with a view to presenting concrete deliverables to mc13 they called for the restoration of a fully and well functioning dispute settlement system accessible to all members by 2024 and the selection of new appellate body members without further delay they condemned unilateral protectionist measures under the pretext of environmental concerns such as unilateral and discriminatory carbon border adjustment mechanisms taxes and other measures number 9 they supported a robust global financial safety net with a quota based and adequately resourced international monetary fund imf at its center They called on continuing the process of IMF governance reform under the 16th General Review of Quotas, including a new quota formula as a guide to be completed by December 15, 2023. Number 10. The ministers congratulated Ms. Dilma Rousseff, former president of the Federative Republic of Brazil, as president of the New Development Bank (NDB), and expressed confidence that it will contribute to strengthening the NDB. in effectively achieving its mandate they encouraged the ndb to follow the member led and demand driven principle mobilize financing from diversified sources enhance innovation and knowledge exchange assist member countries in achieving the sdgs and further improve efficiency and effectiveness to fulfill its mandate aiming to be a premier multilateral development institution number 11 The ministers emphasized the importance of financial inclusion so that citizens can reap the benefits of economic growth and prosperity and welcome the new technological instruments for financial inclusion developed in BRICS countries that can contribute to ensuring the citizens full participation in the formal economy. Number 12. Ministers underscored the importance of encouraging the use of local currencies international trade and financial transactions between BRICS as well as their trading partner. Number 13. Ministers emphasized that ensuring energy security is a crucial foundation for economic development, social stability, national security, and welfare of all nations worldwide. They called for resilient global supply chains and predictable, stable energy demand to ensure universal access to affordable, reliable, sustainable, and modern energy sources. They stressed. They also stressed the importance of enhancing energy security and market stability by strengthening value chains. promoting open transparent and competitive markets and ensuring the protection of critical energy infrastructure they strongly condemned all terrorist attacks against critical infrastructure including critical energy facilities and against other vulnerable targets number 14 the ministers reiterated the objectives principles and provisions of united nations framework convention on climate change unfccc and its paris agreement in particular the principles of common but differentiated responsibilities and respective capabilities cbdr-rc in light of different national circumstances must be honored they reaffirmed their national and joint efforts to promote implementation of the paris agreement in this regard they stressed the importance of the fulfillment developed by developed countries of their commitments to provide an technology and adequate predictable timely and new new and additional climate finance finance that is long overdue to assist developing countries to address climate change they also expressed concern that the goal of developed countries to jointly mobilize usd 100 billion per year by 2020 and annually through to 2025 has not been achieved and urged developed countries to meet their commitment They rejected attempts to link security with the climate change agenda and recalled that the UNFCCC including the annual conference of parties COPs sessions is the appropriate and legitimate international forum to discuss 
the issue of climate change in all its dimensions. Number 15. The ministers emphasized the determination to contribute successful COP28 Dubai in Dubai later this year with a focus on implementation as the main mechanism for promoting implementation and climate action on all aspects of the Paris Agreement under the UNFCCC. The global stock tech must be effective in assessing and identifying implementation gaps on the global response to climate change while prospectively laying the foundations for enhanced ambition by all, in particular by developed countries, and for the fulfillment of outstanding gaps in the means of implementation for mitigation and adaptation actions in developing countries. Number 16. The ministers welcome Brazil's candidacy to host COP30 as the next year 2025 will be the key to the very future of the global response to climate change. Number 17. The ministers recognize the importance of inclusion of women in peace processes, including in conflict prevention and resolution, peace building, post-conflict reconstruction and development and sustaining peace. Number 18. The, the ministers recalled the national positions concerning the situation in and around Ukraine as expressed at the appropriate fora, including the UNSC and UNGA. They noted with appreciation relevant proposals of mediation and good offices aimed at peaceful resolution of the conflict through dialogue and diplomacy. They called for the full and effective implementation of both the Black Sea Grain Initiative and the Memorandum of Understanding between Russian Federation and the Secretariat of United Nations on promoting Russian food products and fertilizers to the world markets and stress the importance of allowing grain and fertilizers to continue to reach those most in need. Number 19. The ministers expressed serious concern over continuing conflicts in Middle East and North Africa, MENA region, and endorsed the joint statement by BRICS deputy foreign ministers and special employees and special envoys at the meeting of 2023, 16th of April. Number 20. The ministers welcomed the readmission of the Syrian Arab Republic to the League of Arab States on 7 May. 2023 and reaffirmed their support to all efforts conduct conductive to a political and negotiated solution that respects Syrian sovereignty and territorial integrity. Number 21. The ministers expressed concern about the outbreak of violence in Sudan. They urged immediate cessation of hostilities and they called for the unimpeded access of the Sudanese population to humanitarian assistance. They welcomed the efforts of the African Union, the Intergovernmental Authority for Development, the League of Arab States, the United Nations and its Security Council in seeking solutions for the ongoing crisis. They further welcomed support rendered by various countries, international organizations and agencies in the evacuation of foreign citizens from Sudan. Now this is a long one. No, point number 22. The ministers expressed strong condemnation of terrorism in all its forms and manifestations whenever, wherever and whomsoever committed. They recognized the threat emanating from terrorism, extreme conducive to terrorism and radicalization. They are committed to combating terrorism in all its forms and manifestations, including the cross-border movement of terrorists and terrorism financing networks and safe havens. They reiterated that terrorism should not be associated with any religion nationality, civilization, or ethnic group. They reaffirm their unwavering com commitment to contribute further to the global efforts of preventing and countering the threat of terrorism on the basis of respect of international law, in particular the Charter of United Nations and Human Rights, emphasizing that states have primary responsibility in combating terrorism with the United Nations continuing to play a central and coordinating role in this area. They also stressed the need for a comprehensive approach for the whole international community to effectively curb terrorist activities which pose a security threat, including the present-day pandemic environment. The ministers rejected double standard in counting terrorism and extremism conducive to terrorism. The ministers called for an expeditious finalization and adoption of the comprehensive convention on international terrorism within the UN framework and for launching multilateral negotiations on an international convention for the suppression of acts 
of chemical and biological terrorism at the conference of disarmament they welcomed the activities of the brics counter terrorism working groups and its five subgroups based on the brics counter terrorism strategy and the brics counter terrorism action plan we also look forward to further deepening counter terrorism cooperation number 23 they expressed the need to comprehensively strengthen mechanisms for countering the increased use in a globalized society by terrorists and their supporters of emerging and evolving technologies such as unmanned aerial systems the internet and other information and te- communication technologies including social media platforms for terrorist purpose- purposes such as for recruitment and incitement of co- incitement to commit terrorist acts as well as for financing planning and preparation of their activities number 24 The ministers called for strengthening the system of arms control, disarmament, and non-proliferation, including the Convention on the Prohibition of of the Development, Production, and Stockpiling of Bacteriological, Biological, and Toxin Weapons, and on the Destruction (BTWC), and the Convention on the Prohibition of the Development, Production, Stockpiling, and Use of Chemical Weapons, and on the Destruction (CWC). and for preserving the integrity and effectiveness to maintain global stability and international peace and security they underlined the need to comply with and strengthening the btwc by including by adopting a legally binding f- protocol f- for to the convention that provides for inter alia and e- efficient verification mechanisms the ministers reasserted their support for ensuring the long term st- sustainability of outer space activities and prevention of an arms race in outer space perils and of its weaponization including through negotiations to adopt a relevant legally binding multilateral instrument they recognized the value of the updated draft treaty on the prevention and pl- of the placement of weapons in outer space the threat or use of force against outer space objects ppwt submitted to the conference on, on disarmament in 2014 they also stressed that practical transparency and confidence building measures tcbms also contribute to paris number 25 the ministers while emphasizing formidable potential potential of the icts for growth and development recognize new associated possibilities they bring for criminal activities and threats and express concern over the rising level and complexity of criminal misuse of ICTs they welcome the ongoing work in ad hoc committee to elaborate a comprehensive international convention on the countering on countering the use of ICTs for criminal purposes and reaffirmed their commitment to cooperating in the implementation of the mandate by adopted by the UN General Assembly resolution 75/282 in timely manner Number 26 in line with paragraph 57 of the Beijing declaration ministers emphasized the responsible and and ethical development and use of artificial intelligence ai for socio economic development and inclusive growth of all societies they supported communication and cooperation on ai technology to promote mutual benefits called on called for strengthening ai international governance and encourage policy exchanges and dialogues on ai with a view to exploring to establish an effective global governance framework with the aim of aim to protect human rights and spur innovation and economic growth number 27 the ministers reiterated the need for all countries to cooperate in promoting and protecting human rights and fundamental freedoms under the principles of equality and mutual respect they agreed to continue to treat all human rights including the right to development in a fair and equal manner on the same footing and with the same co- with the same emphasis they agreed to strengthen cooperation on the issue of common interest both within brics and in multilateral fora including the UN, united nations general assembly and human rights council taking into account the necessity to promote protect and fulfill human rights in a non selective non politicized and constructive manner without double standards number 28 the ministers noted chair's internal report on brics international 
on BRICS institutional development in line with paragraph 171 to 73 of the Beijing declarations. Number 29. The ministers welcome the friends of BRICS on foreign affairs meeting on June 2, 2023. Number 30. The ministers express their full support to South Africa's BRICS chairship in 2023 under the theme BRICS and Africa partnership for mutually accelerated growth sustainable development and inclusive multilateralism they express their commitment to working together to ensure the success of 15th BRICS summit the ministers looked forward to the next minister, BRICS ministers of foreign affairs and international relations meeting to be held on the margins of UNGA 78 and hosted by the Russian Federation as incoming chair of BRICS in 2024 so a lot of diplomatic jar- jargon a lot of you know general vague statements but also a lot of foreign policy objectives and interests and goals of all the original five BRICS members this was long and rough finally this is the last topic okay and this is this is just a personal rant personal observations on google's material u design so few weeks ago i was talking about google versus microsoft ecosystems and now i'm talking about material u after dipping a little bit more into the google ecosystem the material u was introduced with android 12 here's what google bard tells you about material u personalized and expressive design material you uses the colors of your wallpaper to create a unique look and feel for your device this makes your device feel more personal and expressive this is called dynamic color this feature uses the dyna- dominant colors of your wallpaper to create a color palette for your device the colors are then used throughout the system in places like the notification shade settings and apps more readable and accessible The new type scale in Material U is more readable and accessible. This makes it easier for people with visual impairments to use their devices. More fluid and natural motion. The new motion patterns in Material U are more fluid and natural. This makes the user interface feel more responsive and engaging. More dynamic and interactive widgets. The new widgets in Material U are more dynamic and interactive. This makes it easier to interact with your apps and to get inf- and to get the information that you need. I am someone who changes wallpaper on my phone every day both on the lock screen and on the home screen. So thanks to Material U I'm basically getting a new user interface every single day. That's amazing. I love it. That being said, there are some things I don't like about Material U. First, most Material U Material U apps don't have a true black mode or AMOLED mode. bold colors and bigger buttons make it appear a little childish for many people now there is some place for dark gray in the user interface but dark gray should not be used for dark mode it should be black it should be pure or amoled black microsoft does this too with windows but i'm talking about google's design right now both google and microsoft should add out black instead of dark gray for dark mode another criticism need to invest more in animations this is where google needs to copy apple apple's animations are detailed and super smooth animations on android are not super smooth and not detailed of course apple's devices are all high end android is available at all performance and price ranges but there should be an option for animations that is available on all android phones from basic plain animations to high high end ios level animations basic animation should be default for low end phones and smooth detailed animation should be default on high end phones and there should be a toggle for on all android devices f- for users to switch from basic animations to fluid detailed animations next criticism this is a personal one you can take it or leave it i'm not a fan of the hamburger menu hamburger menu is the three line menu and the top left side of a lot of google apps i don't think hamburger menu should exist especially as there is a button on the top right corner that opens up context menu of sorts 
mainly showing Google account settings and also set sometimes settings of that particular app or service. I think all hamburger menu settings should be moved to that top right button and hamburger menu should be removed completely. Just personal opinion. Take it or leave it. You know, it's not as high on the list as the black mode or detailed animations or the next topic, but next uh, criticism. But this is a personal criticism or personal opinion. This is the last big criticism and that is lack of consistency. Google apps are not completely updated with material you. Material U was released in 2020 or 2021, something like that. And they're not fully updated yet. It's been what, two, three years. Google Photos, for example, has a search button at the bottom bar instead of a search bar at the top, like all the Google apps. Google Docs, Sheets, Slides still use old small toggles instead of new big toggles of material you. Google Maps app and YouTube apps don't use material you at all. YouTube maybe you can give a pass to YouTube, but Google Maps should be updated with material you. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I was going through the topics. I was not sure what to put in this episode. For about two weeks after I published the last episode and then the third week I was not feeling well. I was ill. I had a cold, severe cold and in last week I had some other issues. So anyway, recording is now complete. The episode will be up soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you guys very very soon.